Hi everyone welcome to another episode of my podcast we have very special guest today joining again from Croatia we got Hervoye Madirasa joining the podcast hi Hervoye oh hello i'm doing fine thank you for inviting me again it's a pleasure to be here again and yeah as you said uh, i'm Hervoye guitarist of Warhorse and Rapid Strike and it's summer here in Croatia and i'm enjoying life <laughs> right so how is the morning in so tell us where where you are right now and how's how's the weather there oh it's actually something like 32 degrees celsius so right. it's a bit hot right it's 10 a.m here local time but it's if it'll go to 35 which is a bit much but you know we are sort of like uh, adjusted to that you know it's it's kind of uh, It's pretty hot in Croatia during summer, so it's cool. Right. Uh, we we chat uh, previously, I think during the pandemic, like a few months ago. And um, how is the situation now over there? You know, sort of now it's like post-pandemic. And how is the situation then? And how's the status of live music and everything? How how things going? Well, uh, it's like the old normal. You know, the old mm. normal, not the new normal. So it's the old normal, plus uh, the fact that the virus is still around, you know, so we have to be a bit careful about that uh, because there are still a number of cases. So if you want to label it post-pandemic or whatever, I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's normal as it can be, yes, you know, so like the bars are open, the restaurants, uh, people can gather, uh, the live gigs, for God's sake, uh, they have returned. So yeah, you can go to a gig, which was basically like for two years, you know, where's live music, you know, but and, yeah, here it is and you know, that's something to enjoy. Yeah, so especially, uh, especially for me and right. So luckily, I, I, we also have a couple of you know we have local gigs started in the Philippines as well. So I was I I was able to go to a couple of gigs, but you know it's still quite awkward because when you when you go there and then you don't know whether you should shake hands, whether you do a fist bump or whether you should hug. So it's like. It happened to me last night also. I was doing a fist bump and he was like giving his hand. So it's like, it's so awkward. We are still getting used to that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that's maybe a cultural thing because here in Croatia, it's not so much. It was like, all the measures are down. Oh, let's hug like the next day, you know. So I, I haven't felt that, to be honest. But... Uh, I think that maybe your approach is a bit better since, uh, you know, the virus is still around and the numbers are still, so maybe it's a bit, you know, good to be careful still, but uh, yeah, so who knows, but uh, I mean, I think that in a lot of parts of the world, uh, yeah, you know, some, some, you know, some people act differently, some are still afraid uh, and they have a good, like, you know, reason to be and uh, but uh you know things will 
like for some time you know we will be like especially you know when you deal with people from different backgrounds or countries you still don't know like are you gonna go for a fist bump or a handshake so you'll take like a measured approach but uh, I can only speak for us across here it's like normal it's it's like totally totally normal which may be a good thing and maybe it ain't so much so I don't know what to say but uh, I, I can imagine it being awkward you know uh, right. still because that we all felt that for like two years you know so shall I do this shall I do that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was always like you know <laughs> but it, it's normal that that's still around right so yeah, so one thing I also realized, like now people, I mean, of course, COVID was a, I mean, it's a, it was a serious matter for you, like last two years, but now it seems like the the virus actually sort of, it's not that strong as before, right? It seems like people are just getting COVID and then they're still like, I see people still say, okay, I got COVID last week and then seems this, this seems fine now. Yeah, it seems that Omicron uh, start uh, started changing the rules because, mm. uh, like, when it appeared the last, like, what December last year or January this year, yeah, it, it, that was like the variant with the mother mother symptoms, and afterwards, uh, yeah, I, I think that most of the people who got COVID nineteen were like, okay, I, I had a fever for one day, but otherwise I'm fine was before that with the Delta and the original, you know, yeah. <laughs> the whole history, it was like, phew, not this, not, not legitimately this, not totally that, but you know, you were like stricken in bed for a week or two, or God forbid you end up on a respirator taking oxygen. But uh, I, I heard that there are still cases, you know, when things can go wrongly. So you never know, you never know. Right. So. So the so the last time when we talk, uh, we primarily talk about your band Rapid Strike. So yeah. uh, from that time until now, what's the status of Rapid Strike? What 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 did you guys do so far? Yeah, so we're now in the rehearsal stages. So uh, we are trying to set up a tour this winter, and uh, yeah, it's going really well. The lineup is solid, and we are you know catching in the pattern of things you know like uh, two rehearsals per week you know and it's 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 really getting well and we just need to sort out things with Bexy since she lives in the UK when can she come to Croatia for the final set of rehearsals and we'll start booking some dates hopefully you know in Croatia and most probably the first leg in Croatia and then we'll see how 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 it happens and what develops but uh we're like we're we're into it it's it's so it's not that uh, i've jumped ship you know it's right rapid strike is still active and 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 it, it's it's going you know it was slowed down because of the pandemic but yeah it is what it is so we're getting right. like into the hang of things properly now yeah so i i can actually see there's a lot of international bands are now touring especially in europe and us there's a lot of touring happening is there any bands coming to Croatia? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Kiss last week. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <very well. laughs> at 
their end of the road was it right and the, the, the last tour. farewell tour yeah end of the world tour so that was that was amazing we had a maiden uh on a 20 22nd of may i believe uh and yeah that the, but i mean you can you can end with maiden and kiss and and that's fine you know yeah <laughs> and there are still like club gigs uh, uh club gig, gigs uh, happening with international bands so yeah it, it's all you know starting to shape as it was before you know the gigs and international gigs uh, coming and international bands coming to Croatia so it, it it's it's really nice you know it's it's part of that old normal that we were speaking about so that's great. right i think i think i mean kiss anyway like they would do another farewell tour right after a few years so. <laughs> who knows but uh, judging by the state of their performance uh, they could do that i mean but uh, i i actually I've, I've i've looked on youtube some uh, some interview with gina he said look i'm 70 i just cannot wear these platform boots anymore and uh, i'm right. starting to imitate his voice which is <laughs> but uh, i mean uh, they really sounded great you know so i mean to be 70 and still be that good at it, its respect respect i don't know what to say you know right so that was so, so cool so do you uh, do you watch a lot of tv and movies yeah, Netflix. Netflix, right. That, that, so, that, 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 that's the post effect of COVID. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then I, I think, I mean, what I noticed is like last last few years, probably like the last year, all these movies that is coming up, they tend to have all the 80s music, right? 80s, like 90s, all the rock, all the, you know, the glam rock. And then I was like watching Thor last week, a few days ago, and then it was like full with Guns N' Roses. All the whole movie was like there were four Guns N' Roses songs in the movie itself. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's great. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 there is some kind of a feeling in in like the video media, TV uh, series, and and the movies that there's a bit of an more than a bit of 80s nostalgia so that's that's great i mean and stranger things like you know metallica yeah. was again in the charts because of that scene that was so cool man. yeah, yeah so it's, it's a great thing there's another great tv series called the peacemaker that's on hbo i don't know if it's 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 starring john cena as the peacemaker it's a dc comic thing and they in that in that series, they had like, you know, all the uh, Faster Pussycat, Pink, you know, Pretty Boy Floyd and Guns N' Roses and all this, you know, the all the glam, LA glam bands. And it, it, it was really it's part so of cool. the story. So it's really interesting. I don't see other, you know, today's music in the series. It's all either it's like early 80s or early 90s songs are there. <laughs> yeah. So we're coming back. You see. <laughs> No, but I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's all coming back because uh, my theory is that good music uh, cannot lose its relevance. You know what I mean? So it all just turns around. Maybe in a couple of years we'll have a '60s nostalgia or '70s nostalgia or '90s or 2000s. So I mean, but what's good stays. It stays just in public consciousness, and so it, you can never forget about it. So, so it's just a matter of it, it's not trendy. 
it's always there it can only be like here and something can push it like to this level at this level so right it, it doesn't surprise me to be honest with it. yeah so uh i got this uh, on mail uh you know so thanks yeah. for this and how is this album doing on uh on like in the streaming uh, you know how is it going with the responses on the on the for the album oh you know what uh, we didn't really went for the streaming stuff uh, we went for the physical copies right. and everything yeah um, not to get into the whole you know but uh, it, it's it's almost sold out like so without any gigs so i don't know i think that's pretty good <laughs> right <laughs> really <laughs> So uh, we have some like we we lost some copies, you know, so that uh, when we play live, of course, uh, that people can buy it there. But uh, it it did well, I think that it did well. So judging by the numbers, it it, it was okay. I mean, it, it wasn't like two thousand copies, right? But uh, it did well. And thanks for everybody who supported us and supports us still. It's all due to the fans and. Yeah, okay. right. If not for them, <laughs> why even bother, right? Right. So you 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 just mentioned that you there was Iron Maiden in Croatia like few months mm -hmm. back, and then your new project is in a way it's kind of related to Iron Maiden in a way, right? So yeah, anyway. How? Tell me when you first discovered Iron Maiden. I like you remember that like. Mm -hmm. Avidly, yeah, vividly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 so well uh, what was, do you remember like what was the first song or you remember from them the first song would be uh i think prowler actually from the debut album right uh yeah that was paul singing on that album and i was immediately blown away because uh, although my like, the first thing that got me into heavier music was like grunge you know nirvana mm. uh, as soon as i heard maiden like that was immediately after i was like oh my god what is this you know and, and i immediately bought like you know the the first the, the 80s classic albums and yeah i was i fell in love with the whole song with the whole band with the songs with the with their concepts with their artwork and you know everything that makes maiden maiden basically and uh, yeah I, I was immediately drawn into that world so i could yeah i could com comfortably state that maiden is my very first metal band and afterwards came metallica and you know the whole 80s thing which i love but maiden was actually the first and the first song was prowler Right, I think uh, for me it was "Hello, Hallowed Be Thy Name." I think that's the first song I heard because I think one of when I was in Sri Lanka there was this local band. They were like they did a cover of that. Then I went and searched for that. What was the original song? Then I discovered there was a band called Iron Maiden, uh, and I I really remember the remember Iron Maiden has this famous live album, Rock in Rio. They had like a red one and a blue one. The, there was like two two albums that's that's the first one i remember uh so talking about the debut album so i mean your new project uh war horse is actually you're you're working with paul diano right who is the right. the first singer of iron maiden so 
how how did this happen tell me the story behind it how how the whole warhorse thing happened and how did you met paul oh wait i, I had to pinch myself you know still <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no yeah uh, yeah, I'm working with Poliano. He's my singer. I'm not his guitar player. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just joking, you know. Spinal type stuff. Uh, yeah, but it, it is, I mean, as I've said before, Maiden is my first metal band. So if, if, if you could time travel and tell that kid, you know, back in 2004 that he'll be working with Poliano, that kid would be like, are you on are you on something or but you know <laughs> that's life for you basically how it happened well uh, uh you know uh, paul had and still has unfortunately his health condition and uh well he was looking for uh, treatments countries that provide the best treatment uh and uh, he ended up in croatia uh, through a mutual friend, uh, Stepan Juras, and all of the fundraising that went on in the UK before that, uh, via Castro Pergioni, who owns Carts and Horses, the the birthplace of Fire Maiden. Um, so basically, uh, those guys were looking for, a, you know, for the best way for Paul to get in better shape, to get treatment. And yeah, and then he came to Croatia to Zagreb uh, and uh, immediately he had an idea you know us musicians he wanted to do some original stuff original material new material and uh, to form a new band and our mutual friend Stepan Juras he introduced us we chatted a bit uh, we talked more than a bit we you know we, we clicked like right. right away and yeah I mean I mean things started happening uh, songs were getting you know like on a factory line you like this you like oh me too you know we can do this we can do that and so we started working together and boom you know we have four songs wrapped as of this, this moment and gearing, gearing up towards fifth, uh, fifth not full, fifth full album so uh, it's busy but uh, it works because uh, we have kind of a similar energy and we like similar things we have a similar taste in music so uh, we get along really well and work ethic is strong and uh, we just enjoy doing this and uh, warhorse is here to stay right um, i actually today before the interview i actually got this out because you know <laughs> And I, I think there was also a photo of Paul here. Uh, like he was, he was so young, right, that time. And, yeah. And and I and I see that this during this time there is a good video also on YouTube that live video of Drifter. He's he, they're mm -hmm. singing Drifter. It's a live cut, and I see that it's they were very much like very punk influenced early early days mm -hmm. right it was very yeah. like sort of a punk show iron maiden shows were like punk show but now it's sort of diverted mm -hmm. into more of operatic sort of a epic kind of thing right it's yeah, yeah. it's different but that was like the old days it was very uh <laughs> so cool actually right so yeah so well, punk actually 
yeah i totally get you there was like this vibe of you know almost like you know uh, like you know not not sleaze rock not not totally punk but you know just a crossover like metal uh, and classic rock and and a bit of punk and 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 right. you know image you know he was like Oh my God! You, you you have short hair in the '80s, and you're like in a metal band. You know, he he uh, he stood out basically, and he he gave them a lot of that, let's say, street credibility. You know, th th there was a lot of okay. I mean, Steve was the main songwriter, and they were all all really young and everything. But I tend to agree with you a lot. Those first two records had a distinct vibe. You know like more of a straightforward you know mm. kind of a songs and and vibe that isn't present today or afterwards immediately after number of the beast is like a different story you know it, it, it's it, it's a different kind of a vibe as you put it and uh, yeah so for i mean i love all eras of maiden they mm. really have something great in all of them but for me, those two first two albums, they always stood out because they were like a, a, a conundrum, you know, of, of everything that turned out so well, you know. And probably, you know, back then it was like uncharted waters because you had mm. like older bands, you know, like from 70s, like Deep Purple, you had Black Sabbath and you had Judas Priest. And and like what is metal wasn't so defined back then, if you know what I mean. So probably they were like experimenting a lot, and they just started their galloping style and everything. And um, so uh, I mean they were into they were still searching for that sound, but uh, the search was so much worth it that it resulted in two classic albums i mean one of the most two of the most classic albums in all of metal in my opinion right. so it's it's definitely like everything collided in such a good way like lightning in a bottle basically that that's what happened with maiden i think so right it, it's it the songs the image uh, the awesome or artwork you know everything just basically yeah, uh, I I actually see that also in the other metal bands as well. Like for example, when Metallica did Kill 'Em All, it it kind of sounded bit a bit raw than the others. And then eventually, because I think what happens is they get better in production, so they have more options, and you know probably that's why the sound changes, right? Because same thing with I think Slayer also, right? The Slayer early like Show No Mercy, Hellabates, it's like it's kind of raw, right? And it it becomes uh, sounding more wholesome as it as it's move on so i think it's it's just a, just a factor of that um no okay. now warhorse who is who is warhorse okay so warhorse uh, is uh, uh paul me and poopy so the vocalist uh, and two guitar players and we're all uh, we're all composing Mm. Uh, basically we're all songwriters you know uh the first batch of songs were, were mostly done by me and poopy alone but uh for now on, onwards from now uh, paul will uh, help out with the lyrics uh, and that's the core of the band you know the three of us uh, and 
uh, for the duration of recording this album uh, we'll be employing top musicians for studio work such mm. as uh, uh, Daniel Stoyan, uh, Peta Shantich, my dear friend Becky Baldwin, <laughs> I'm wearing her shirt, shirt. she's awesome um, and uh, we just want to you know uh, we just want to do our stuff and uh, we'll sort off, uh, sort out the drummer and the bass player for live stuff when live stuff starts to happen if you know mm. get me you know so uh, I mean this is for us the best best mindset to work in and, and uh, we just enjoy working you know when we were just writing so you know who could play bass on this who could play drums on that and that's cool I mean that's 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 the vibe that uh, that's happening and so uh, as for now it's not a full lineup but uh, that's the foundation of the group and the full lineup lineup will be announced well when it will be announced you know right right the <clears throat> so you already have a song out uh, you have a music video out called stop the war and yeah. i i know that you're in a way that's uh, put the focus on the ukraine what's happening in ukraine mm-hmm. but was yeah. the song written because of ukraine or was the song already already there yeah for the ukraine yeah for the for the war basically so what happened was when the news broke out we were all so, all of us were so like, you know, appalled, uh, discuss, disgusted because it's so inconceivable that something like this could happen in the 21st century. Right. It's, it's, it, it, it's so, you know, what can a normal person feel when something like this happens? So. We all felt very passionately about that uh, justice taking place, and uh, at least, you know, at least the least thing that we can do as a musicians is, is to do a song about that, maybe to raise awareness a bit, to do our tiny bit to help, you know, to give support and everything. And yeah, basically, it was like no brainer for us. We were. We were, we were like one mind, you know, about that. Okay, what can we do? We can do a song. And right, right. I mean, yeah, you. I have the same view that these things shouldn't happen in the 21st century, right? I think we, as a human race, I think we have already grown, right? So why why do we even go back to that? And I, because I I had I was in some of the forums about this this when when it happened and. People are just trying to like justify or something, but I I don't think you can justify it now. It's not the case, right? <laughs> no man, I, I totally agree with you, and I, I I I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to say about uh, you know everybody's entitled to his or her or their own opinions, but right. uh, opinion. But uh, I uh, I'm totally this is wrong. That's it end of the story for me mm. I, I mean i couldn't justify killing a rabbit let alone invading a sovereign country you know right, it, for right. me it's 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 just i'm just i'm, I'm getting so emotional like t- even t- talking about this that it, it gets me so you know 
it just needs to stop and as much as it is for ukraine and it is it's also like a universal song like a plea for help you know just stop the wars wars mm-hmm. like you know stop the war just basically it it has no place in today's society no none whatsoever right and i think i mean if we actually stop the war and all the money that goes to all the resources and time that goes so into all these wars i think we can fix all the problems in the world already right you said it mate <laughs> yeah look at all those defense budgets and everything world hunger yeah i think it could be sold out but uh, it is what it is i mean we can all i think we can all do like as citizens of mm. planet earth we we can all do something I, it's we mustn't give up you know and not not to cave into like that mindset of oh we're just you know individuals what can we do nothing basically i think we can all work in our respective fields to raise the global consciousness about it and maybe things will will change that way right yeah you know, when, because when people uh, sorry yeah yeah good i was actually i had a couple of guests actually from ukraine on this show uh and then it was like when i see the updates coming you know what what they put in facebook and all that it was it was really sad to see that uh, you know these are i mean very nice people right so it it was kind of emotional for me to also see that happening to people i know i mean people i talk uh, you know like this having a call with them so yeah it's a it's a very sad situation yeah yeah it's 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 horrifying but it will get better it it must you know people right. must stay optimistic because at the end uh, everything not everything but what can get sorted out get sorted out so it won't last forever it just cannot right i want to talk about this music video so i know that uh it was more of a like a combination of lyrics and some some uh you know uh shots of you guys uh, singing but i mean it was really powerful especially the you know how paul put those lyrics out like the way he sings it's like very powerful video right thanks thanks a lot uh, well uh, we tried our best so uh, yeah we were going for a combination of a live band footage and sort of uh, the cinematic quality that Andy Pilkington who was the overall overall director of the video he he bring he he can bring those things things into the table uh, to the table you know you mentioned like a lyric video but you saw those 3D animations that he did and everything and you know right. he he made a perfect job of blending like the the band shots and like the cinematic let's say maybe it's a bit pretentious to say but you know uh, he just he he has done such a such a superb job on like bringing those two different things together and synchronizing it all and cheers to andy i think i'm, I'm re- really pleased with how did it how all, all of that turned out and the song and the video so i i think that we would achieved what we set to achieve and with the song and with the overall message of the song so 
Yeah, and Paul's vocals. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's, he's yeah he's Paul the animal. Right. So so uh, I'm quite excited about the other. You mentioned there are a few more songs that you have actually worked on. Are are these songs going to be released soon? Well, uh, you know, um, we'll try to release something every few months, uh, but uh, of course we cannot release everything and then leave nothing for the album. <laughs> right. <laughs> for the album itself, it, it's sort of, I mean, who knows what's a good marketing strategy nowadays, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see. We haven't talked about the next release. Will it be uh, another single for, uh, from the album? Right. Pro- which, which probably it will probably. But when, mm, well, I guess we'll know in like month or two. But we'll try to keep people engaged. You know, every few months, uh, put out something and and you know, just uh, yeah, just keep people engaged because uh, judging from the reaction for Stop the War. People, people really liked liked the song and the video, and we we're really humbled by that, and 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 we we're happy about the whole reaction. So, once again, thanks to the fans, they're just everything, you know. When you see that what you do affects people in a good way, it's it's, it's hey, what more can you ask of when you're a musician? So, right, and I I know you. you Warhorse is actually offering something called a 666 bundle. <laughs> it's a merch bundle. What is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, what happened was uh, when Paul, when Paul, basically, this is really a true story. Uh, so when Paul came to Croatia, uh, although the doctors were positive and still are positive there were still a lot of things that were unknown with with what's really going on with his body you know so the funds that were raised back in the uk and in croatia uh at the start the doctors thought that it would cover everything that that amount would basically amount to everything but as the things started to unravel and a few and a few more uh, health issues started, all related to his legs basically, started to unravel. Well, the costs started piling up, up of course. So the in the amount that was initially yeah collected wasn't able to cover for the whole operation and rehabilitation process. So. What we decided to do as a band, uh, I mean, we just had two songs done at that point. So uh, uh, we basically gave, not gave, but uh, we put up a bundle uh, along with Stepan, Stepan Juras's books and uh, Diano t-shirt. And it was all basically orchestrated by Stepan. But uh, the main thing is all all of the bundles that were bought by the fans, the that went the money that they spent on that went directly to Paul or to put it better for his treatment. So, wow. and w- w- with that in mind, I mean you know the fans. I mean what can really one say about the fans? So with that in mind, uh, 
like his treatment was able to continue go going on uh, and afterwards Maiden stepped in so now we get the full picture and uh, you know every the books are closed financial mm. books are closed so wow so yeah basically uh, yeah it was for Paul's treatment so everybody who bought the bundle supported Paul's treatment basically and I think that's that's really I think that's that's really human right for, and for I think that's what world. really like the metal community is right like yeah 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 that that's the best thing I mean again what can one say thank you guys thanks and I'm sure that Paul appreciates it I know that he appreciates it so much so you know it's really great it's all by the fans for the fans basically right so uh, what's your message to the viewers uh, who's going to watch this video and who's going to listen to this conversation well first of all listen to Chana podcast Chana 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 podcast <laughs> it's a great podcast he's a great host support your gigs support your music musicians uh, I don't know what enjoy your life this post pandemic period uh, and if you like music uh, buy physical records <laughs> and if you're into streaming that's cool as, as well but uh, basically just enjoy your life to its fullest each and every day of your life and that's basically it what can I think of anymore so yeah Right. Anybody you want to shout out to? Yeah, sure. Uh, Paul, uh, Bexy James, Puppy, uh, Stepan Juras, uh, Becky Baldwin, uh, Pedro Shantic, Daniel Stoyan. I don't know. Everybody, the fans, you're the greatest. And right. that's it. Uh, so if if the if anybody just discovered that there's a new project by Paul with you, uh, you know. This war horse, and if, if they want to keep track, keep in touch, what's the best way? What's the best way to you know connect with war horse? Yeah, if you have Facebook, just search war horse, and you'll see a camo logo with a like a camouflage around it. So just click, just click, just like and and follow and just click. You know? <laughs> and you can also. Uh, see the video on the watch the video on youtube uh, basically war horse stop the war subscribe if you have the time and you know and things are just starting to develop so website is not there at this moment but yeah keep in touch with us if you like what we do so yeah right so her boy so it's it's really nice to talk to you again and i'm really you know, uh, really was excited when you reach out to me again. And I mean, I saw the Warhorse music video and, you know, it's a, such a great video. And it's 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 like, it's there's so much. It's a great message and you can see Paul and then, you know, it's it's it, we are like renewing Paul to another. It's it's becoming, it's another a band. You know, I, I saw in Wikipedia how many projects he has done, collaborations. You know, so Voice is another one, which is like the latest one. So, uh, wish you all the best with the, with the with Voice, and I looking forward to all the new songs. 
and the album. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, thanks a lot, and uh, I mean, I, thanks a lot nine, <laughs> times three, and also, I mean, uh, you immediately crossed my mind when, when we, were, we released, released it, uh, because, you know, I mean, I just love being a guest here, and you're a great host, and I love your podcast, and I uh, try to view it with many of your other guests uh, as I can as life life gives me time to do so so right um, I've been following you and keep at it bro keep keep up the good work and that's just it you know okay thanks for joining again uh, Jorge so we'll 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 talk again when the album comes out <laughs> okay <We're> all... <laughs> right so cheers man have a great day